Hey guys, welcome back to There's Gotta Be a Line, where we talk about anything we want, and we're not scared to cross a few lines. I'm Nick, and... I am Brian, and this week we uh, crossed a line by not being on time, so this is it. We did. We've been a little late to the game and getting our new episodes out. We don't have, like, regular listeners yet, so it's not, like, a huge deal, but, um, you know, we were working on getting some new equipment, and some things fell through with that, so the audio is going to be a little rough just at least one more time. But if you think about it, though, to all our day ones, it matters to me, guys. Our you guys are going to see the improvement. Yes. You're gonna, well, you're going to hear the improvement. No, they'll see it. They'll see the audio waves. Sure. <laughs> so so uh, we've always got plenty of stuff to talk about throughout the week, and then we sit down and, and we try to think of what we want to talk about, and it, it, it gets difficult. We get stumped. So what we're going to talk about today um we were just gonna banter but it is tax season and why the fuck do i have to follow them we're gonna talk about that we're gonna hit a little bit on healthcare, things like that i want to start off with taxes with i just filed today which i, I don't think it opens until like february 12th 13th i think uh something like that right yeah if i were smarter i would have waited until the very last day to file so that i could claim all my 401k um you know, holdings or whatever to reduce my taxable income from last year, but I'm not. It's, I mean, it's like five, six days anyway. So yeah, I'm in matter. Yeah. So, but, um, my biggest qualm with taxes. Big words there, big words. Is that, Brian, when you apply to a job or when you work at a job and they get all your tax information, what's the purpose of that? For me to file it later, I guess? Well, it's so the employer... Can report to the, the taxes IRS. that they hold from you to the IRS, right? Yeah. Pretty so, much. Yeah, so it's like the IRS is like, we know what you made and what we owe you, but you tell us. The IRS knows exactly <laughs> what we were supposed to pay in taxes. If you do independent contracting, if you're employed on a, on a, a W-2 statement, any of these things... Like, even, even through DoorDash or Instacart, you have to put in your social because they report, and then they send you, like, a self-employment form. Now, shout out to all my drug dealers who don't get taxed because they do it <laughs> under the table. Under the table, baby! I've seen so many Snapchat stories where they're just flashing hundreds, and it's like, we know what you do. And sometimes, like, I mean, I was listening to, like, a whole other thing where, like, the IRS, they will, like, see what you're doing on social media and be like, this is what we think you made, so you owe us this, buddy. I've seen stuff where you remember like Snapchat Premium was a big thing before OnlyFans came out. And OnlyFans actually does hold taxes, I'm pretty sure. Good. But um, so many people used like Tinder or Bumble to put... Bumble was more of a dating one. Like Tinder where they would put their Snapchat Premium names in there. And there were people who would like hunt them down, per se. And would report their Premium Snapchats to the IRS. Because they were making all this money off of it. I would... Like so, so if I matched like with a girl who had a Snapchat premium, like I wouldn't like go out of my way to report it, but uh, but I would be like, hey, I'm gonna tell the fucking IRS, you bitch. I, I mean, I do. Th- it's so funny, but basically, I don't know why. Like now, all of a sudden, we're on the side of the IRS. When two seconds ago, I was talking about to talk about how much I hate it, but I, I think it's just it's who I'm picking at, who I'm picking to be aggravated with at the moment. Um. But yeah, so your employers report all of your earnings, all the taxes that are supposed to be held. So the IRS knows. And the funny thing is, they 
have this number, they know this number, and they say, hey, file your taxes. And it's like, okay, cool, just to, like, double check. And they're like, no, 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 if you get it wrong, you get fines or jail time. You're going to jail, buddy. <laughs> it's like, no, wait a second. Wait a second. Which I've seen, like, I've come across these new meme trends or social media trends where it's like, name something that's classy if you're rich, but trashy if you're poor. And it's like lying on your taxes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Um, hey, you're only as good as your CPA. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I had, a, I had a buddy. We'll leave his name out for this. I'll tell you later. But um, he was in a situation uh, in college where his parents weren't filing super truthfully. <laughs> and when I asked, I was like, hey, man, isn't that just, like, illegal? And he goes, no, no, no. It's a really, really gray area. Like, it's super gray. But it's not technically illegal. I was like, man, I don't think the IRS deals in, like, gray areas, man. I think the numbers, uh, like, to the cent have to match. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, that's where the expenses come in. And, ex- and, and expenses are really, really gray area. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, I just threw away a receipt. I'm sorry. Or for four thousand dollars, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. You want to find that receipt because if you throw away that receipt for four thousand, then uh, you can't claim it. Oh no, 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 you can't. Yeah, which is a great thing. They make these apps now where you can like take pictures of receipts and stuff. Yeah, but no, that's my problem. Is like with it being tax season, and, I, and you go through and like you can do TurboTax, you can do HR Block, you can do Credit Karma has one now. All these different things, and I was going through a couple different ones to see which one would give me the best return, and. Each of them, like, one of them was slightly different, and I was like, oh, but w- would the fees for self-filing or, like, self-employment filing be different? Because I did, like, DoorDash and stuff like that. Because um, if they're cheaper, then it, even though I get less return, it might end up giving me, you know, a better refund. No, not the case. Like, and I, I don't understand why one basic filing is free, but it won't, it literally will not let you upload the self-employment tax information unless you buy the self-employment one, and that's all it does. All it does is unlock the possibility for you to upload your self-employment tax forms. No, I mean, like, it's like the 1040 easy, like the one that you file with. Um, you know, like, so it's free to you on TurboTax and, like, H&R Block or, or whatever those uh, things are, but the IRS, they set up a deal with all those, like, companies, and that's how it's free. Like, the IRS pays for this shit. Well, in other countries, it's like, hey, we know how much you made, so we'll just send you a check. <laughs> it doesn't, and I don't understand why they don't do that. Like you, they really do know, like down to the cent, what you made, unless you're working under the table. But you know, they're not. They're supposed to assume that you're not, anyways, right? Mm, so exactly, it doesn't right. make a difference because if you're not going to follow it, you're not going to follow it. Exactly. You know, exactly. but but that's my short spiel on the IRS. But um. Oh yeah, no. Um, I got a tax return from Target. Made thirty two dollars this year. <laughs> Hey. I also love how it says if you make less than six hundred dollars in something you don't have to report it. It's like if I just work at a job until I make five ninety nine and then go get another job. That's kind of my plan right here. Never for the never file taxes ever in my life. Can I just can we if we get listener support at any point in the show, can we get five ninety nine and then make a new you, name for the podcast? And then just make a new podcast. Just make a new podcast. All the time. It's Bring a new all, company. All the listeners with it. You guys be ready for name changes, okay? Because we're trying to we're trying to dance with this legal portal here. But um that's the IRS bit. Um But the thing about it though, like phones aren't even like 
$600. That's crazy, right? Have you just thought about it? Like, phones in general? They're, like, they're expensive as shit. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, like, I mean, every the last three or four phones I've had are like $1,200 minimum. And, I mean, if you have a flagship phone, period, it's over $1,200. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Unless, if you get a OnePlus, sponsor us, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, and then I was going to talk about healthcare. Namely, the fact that if anyone, and I know right now it's a little different because there are certain precautions and things like that, but... When you see these things firsthand, where you go to an ER, because you were going to go to a clinic, because you don't want to clog the ER with non, like, super emergency related events, right? So you go to a, And you broke a shit, so that's why. Yeah, and you go to a clinic, and the clinic says, no, 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 you have to go to the ER for this. Well, then you go to the ER. Can I tell you a personal story? What? I went to the clinic because I, I mean, I was stuffed up. I had taken a shit in like days, dude. I was <laughs> stuffed up. I thought I was dying. So, my, so my mom drives me to the clinic. I'm nauseous because you know that's how it is, right? Yeah. The uh, the clinic they do an X-ray on me. It's like, well, we gotta make sure there's not a blockage. X-ray machine doesn't work. Then they tell me to go to the ER, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh-uh, I can wait another day. So then I go to like my doctor. Well. And he's like, yeah, nah, um, shove the saline up your ass and, uh, what, an enema, but, an enema. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, like, uh, if, if, if that doesn't work, then go to the ER, I, sh- I shove the enema up my ass, fixes everything. Good to go. <laughs> uh, side note, uh, there's a show called, like, My Strange Addictions, and one of the people's strange addiction was coffee enemas, which I, I don't know if you, if, if you guys know or are familiar with that, like, if you, there's something called first pass metabolism, which is like whenever you drink something, it filters through your liver first. So it gets a lot, like if you drink alcohol, right? Like it, it, it dilutes that a lot, the effect on your system. Okay. And if you administer something rectally, it, it goes straight to the bowels. <laughs> there's no first pass metabolism. So it's, immediately absorbed so if you work out and you want to take protein powder shove it up your ass <laughs> exactly i don't know i mean do you put it in like one of those little uh do you know the fire the fireworks things that you throw and they pop oh yeah Can you fill those up with protein powder and just spread your ass cheeks and have <laughs> someone yeet them at your asshole <laughs> look it takes protein to metabolize protein so hey. if it goes straight up i mean if it goes straight up your ass then you're good well Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The, yes. the science checks out. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I just did a quick uh, literary search on it. I didn't, but <laughs> it works out. Hey, he did a Harvard peer reviewed. <laughs> I did. You can look it up under the pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, healthcare, right? So, 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 talk about go to the clinic, and they say no, go to the ER, and it's like, well, I wanted to save the ER for people who need the ER. But fine. So you go to the ER. Six and a half hour wait. Oh. Um, Pause is, to reflect on that. Six and a yeah. half hour wait. There it is. And there are people in there who clearly need to be seen who have also been waiting six and a half hours. And I, like I said, I get with the pandemic right now. It's looking, you look at the precautions. But when you walk in and there are, let's say, 40 seats in the waiting room 
and eight of them are filled. Social distancing. And yeah, but like they're not taking anyone back and whatever. But then you go to a clinic that's open and will test, and they get you seen in like an hour. So that's my thing with health. And we can wow, I could spend way more than the the eighteen minutes or whatever that we're gonna try to have left on here on healthcare. But can we? Universal healthcare should be a thing, right? Allegedly, yes. I want to hit like a few talking points on this. Sure, hit it. Hit it, Jack. What, what are the biggest arguments against universal basic healthcare? Uh, it's socialism. Um, it costs too much. Uh, you know, just I don't know. I okay. mean, it's just shit I see on Fox News. Right. Oh, a shit ton of it is. But <laughs> to knock those out really quickly, um, socialism is not necessarily a bad thing. And the socialism that people talk about frequently is democratic socialism, which just means they want you to have a basic um, baseline, like a, a baseline where you can get started. doesn't mean there's a cap. doesn't mean you can't become a millionaire. means that everyone should have basic living wages and rights, right? No, but I started from a young age. I'm a hard worker. I'm just saying, <laughs> if billionaires were so absolutely just completely dependent on this argument of pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah. and work harder than yeah, all those people at Melvin Capital who lost all their money in the Redditors. Just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Exactly. Just work harder. Exactly. Pretty much. I mean... You know? I mean, like... Get if, your billions back, man. If, it wasn't hard to get there in the first place, right? Just if, work harder. If, yeah, I mean, pretty much it. <laughs> like, yeah. But, and, and I could find the exact literature on this but i know with so much certainty that it is a fact that i will not worry about it because if you google it in a matter of five seconds you'll find it um but there have been several studies that show that the cost of preventative health care is actually cheaper and, is far and less than actually than reactionary health care yeah, yeah. right like treating a heart attack is more expensive than telling someone they need to exercise and giving them blood pressure medication Right? Yeah. It seems to make sense. Treating diabetes. More expensive. To treat it than to actually, like, do the health stuff. Like, preventative, you know? Yeah. And, and we're talking, you know, type 1 versus type 2. Type 1 is, is genetic. Type 2 is, oh, it's your fault. Yeah. You know, but, like, a lot of people won't go to a doctor because, and, and this is directly correlated, too. Like, think about the cost. Most people who are obese or have, di- and diabetes, you know, type 2 diabetes comes from being obese and sedentary lifestyle is because, or there's a direct correlation with uh, socioeconomic status, like because they're poor. And it's like, well, why why are you fatter if you're poor? Well, because the food that you can afford is it's like the dollar bag of potato chips. Yeah, it's way cheaper than like, oh, I can eat the, well, I can drink the $8 smoothie. That's good for me. Like how expensive is your local meal prep clean you know, eating restaurant versus- That's at least like six bucks a plate per person. Like it's fucking even more, crazy. But like, like, and then think about like McDonald's. You can eat McDonald's for three bucks. I mean, I can get you a twenty-piece nugget for like five bucks. You can get a McChicken, small fries, and a large sweet tea for like three forty. So you gonna go? I mean, I did get the <laughs> spicy nuggets the other day. We're back, baby. <laughs> but um, and and the McRib overrated. Yes, a hundred percent. It's not good. It's not good. But so here's my thing. Here's uh, I wanted to address like. Some of the arguments people have against universal basic healthcare. Okay, so argument was that it's expensive, right? So a quick Google search would show you that it's not. Like it's far cheaper to prevent further complications than it is to treat them when they arise. 
Okay. So the other one that I hear a lot is, oh, there's a long wait list. Because they look at like Canada or, or things like that where they have universal basic health care. And there's not. If there's a wait list, it's for an elective surgery. Like, I want to get my nose reshaped. Like a rhinoplasty. I want to get a breast augmentation. I want to do whatever. I want to look like a fucking Ken doll. Have you seen that dude on Snapchat? Yes, you know he's from gender. The guy, well, the she's from gender now. Like he doesn't work out. He just has muscles implanted. Oh, my favorite one is whenever people get those uh, sentinel injections in their biceps. Yeah. And then like whenever like their arms start to rot, it's like yeah, I wonder fucking why. No, and, and it's <laughs> it's purely aesthetic. Like there's such a value built upon aesthetic that you're willing to do that to yourself. It's so stupid. But. That's the argument. It's like, oh, there's a wait list. No. If you go in and you need a heart transplant, you're going to get one. Yeah, if, if you, like, broke your leg, you're going to get a cast. Also, you're... get this. You need a heart transplant to live, right? You know how much they cost? Upwards of a million dollars. Yeah. A million dollars. Yeah. Shock I mean, me. I mean, think about, I was just watching the other day how the CEO of a company um, basically gets his yearly bonuses or quarterly bonuses, whatever, from the pharmaceutical company that he runs based off of revenue, right? Yeah. Well, in order to reach his quota so that he could get his bonus, he, he hiked the prices up of the pill. Yeah. The it wasn't the re, you know the the formula for it wasn't altered in any way to make it more effective. People did not become more sick like nothing of the sort yeah, just increase the yeah, price because i hate that when people are like yeah um we got to pay for the r&d i'm like yeah you paid for the r&d but like it doesn't excuse a, uh, like another like hike in price yeah it's so stupid yeah like at, at that point there there is no more if you've already set the price there's no more research and development yeah you've you've done it okay but, so if that price was is for paying for the research and development then why would it go up again it's, you're not continuing to do that. Yeah, and this isn't like a phone, because at least like with a phone, I can see like faster process or something like that, better camera, right? But like on a fucking drug that people like need to like to live, um, yeah, like it's yeah. so fucking stupid. Yeah, and I mean, um, for instance, like the cable channel, I, I always bitch and complain that like I can only get sports if I have every other fucking channel, and it's because like I didn't know this, but it's because of. Uh, the laws in the U.S. that um, basically from like providers like the networks um, that their channels have to be packaged. Like you can't get channels a la carte. Yeah, because they all own each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like if you get these channels, you have to get these channels. And it's like I don't want those. No, but like you know, if Viacom and like Disney wants you to get ESPN. Well, and, Disney like, owns everything. Hey, Disney owns me. I, they own everything. It's true. Um. But yeah, so there's that. Um, so if you're talking about like, oh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna be on a wait list. Okay, I've experienced personally and other people, several other people who have had to wait six and a half hours in an emergency room. And I'll be honest, if you're dying, they won't put you on a wait list. Like they'll put you with a trauma doctor pretty freaking quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, because the goal that, and again, the people that are generally healthier because they get access to preventative health care. And they mitigate these problems before they advance to stages where they need radical treatment. Hell yeah. But the other thing is, you know, people talk about, like, that they won't get as good of doctors or whatever, which I just want to argue the logic of that entirely because I don't think, like, a doctor's Hippocratic oath is to do no harm. I don't think the doctor 
whether they're getting paid from, from a slight tax increase or your private insurance is going to treat you any with, with any less proficiency. I mean, doctors get paid by third-party people anyways, like, most of the time, so it really, like, doesn't matter. No, and most people in the healthcare profession, I understand that you're like, oh, the doctors just push pencils, and it's the nurse practitioners or the registered nurses or whoever that see me. But most people who are in healthcare don't get into that field to do a subpar job. Pretty much. Like, my mom's in healthcare, and she uh, she did a subpar job. She felt like shit. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, people go there to do their job, but... There's that. So also, like if if you, we relate back to Canada here, because they're what a lot of people associate this idea of universal basic healthcare with, is that you are not only required to hold the universal basic healthcare policy. You can purchase supplemental insurance, which is what a lot of people already do. A lot of people will have their Medicare and then additional private insurance, or you'll have like. You know, whatever the main provider is, Cigna, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, whatever, and then they'll have a secondary insurance. And my question for why you would pay like that much to have two different insurances and not just a better policy. Because you're a baller, baby. For your primary? Doesn't make sense to me. But. You got them fat checks. So it, it's like, oh, you think it's expensive? Well, we know it's not more expensive to treat, you know, to do preventative health care than it is to treat the aftermath. Oh, well, there's a wait list? No, there's not. Oh, well, and also, there's there's a wait list here. Like, you know, you, you have to schedule stuff out. I, was, I, tr- I tried to schedule a new patient visit because I haven't been for a, a monthly exam to a doctor in, like, 10 years. And Monthly? Or not a monthly, a year. I was like, year, damn. Like, I was, yearly, right? I was so like, I haven't been to one in, like, 10 years. But I call them, like, hey, can I get a new, a new patient scheduled? And they're like, yeah, it's going to be about two months to get, you, to get you in. So there's already a wait list. I don't know what your argument is there. But my thing is, and I've done this before where I talk about, like, just random numbers, just hypothetical. But let's say, because what is insurance? It's essentially like a big pool. That everybody, it's a scam. That's what it, it is, is. Right. But it's like a big pool that everybody throws their money into. And then when somebody needs it, they get to pull out of that. They get to, they get to pull those funds, right? Yeah. So it's like everybody who uses State Farm for car insurance. Everybody who uses Geico, everybody who uses any insurance provider, they're all throwing their money into this corporate bank account so that when you make a claim, there's enough money there to pay for you. So with the 330 million people in the U.S., if we made it really easy for math and said only 100 million people of those, like 100 million of those people were insured, let's, let's think crazy here. Let's think that they pay $10 a month for their, for their health care premium. Still a billion dollars. So one, yeah. So one person would be paying one hundred and twenty dollars a year for their health care. So one hundred and twenty times one hundred million. Oh, that's like one point two billion, right? Nah, is it? Give me like two seconds here, people. One one thousand, two one thousand. So it's, so it's one hundred million, right? One hundred million times. Uh, what I say, one twenty? Yeah, one. No, no, no. One point two to the power of ten. Uh, yeah. So it's it's twelve. What are nine zeros? Nine billion, zero, right? Nine zeros is twelve billion. Twelve billion. That'd be twelve billion dollars that the industry has. That one, in, you know, that that the insurance provider has. If everyone paid ten dollar premiums a month, and there are people who pay like four hundred dollars a month. 
people will pay $800 a month. And also, the Super Bowl score is fucking crazy right now. Oh, shit, KC. Oh, wow. God. It's You know, it's going into halftime. They'll bounce back. Also, Patrick Mahomes is playing with turf toe. Um, I don't... That's saying like... But it's better than Chad Henney, right? Is that his name? <laughs> oh, no. What I, man, that guy's a dick. Fuck him. But, yeah. I mean, we, we pretty much come in here every night and we sit down and think about some random shit to talk about. And it's, I mean, it's usually things that we've gotten mad about throughout the week. He is it, though? I mean... I mean, I was mad at healthcare. I Maybe mean, I'm just too. I, was, too passionate. I mean, I was just annoyed by it. Like, as in, like, because I have healthcare, but I just. Well, here's the other thing: is like people are like, I don't want to jack up my taxes. If you're required to have healthcare, I would save so much money. That's that's what would happen. <laughs> if if you're required to pay healthcare or to have healthcare to get treatment or to like live healthily because of what best case scenario it's 80 bucks per paycheck right yeah. 160 so what's the difference in the employer giving me the paycheck for me to hand the insurance company the money versus the employer directly handing the insurance company the money so that i can go get treatment whenever i want yeah i mean because i know you do get the group rate but which is still fucking stupid that like why does the employer like have like say based on numbers <laughs> yeah i really i really don't know but it's it's a little frustrating. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Who, who else is sexually frustrated? Zeus, our boy Zeus. <laughs> we we've decided to incorporate this into every podcast episode here. If anything, it, it might give a you know a group of listeners something to look forward to after they get through our ramblings, like mostly non coherent ramblings. Um, really, me, I feel like I talk a lot more than Brian. Uh, I mean, I'm just a good listener. Ladies, I'm single. <laughs> He is. He is. So, so let's get into it then. We we had an epic introduction last week, which I don't think will match. So just uh, if you can, just pause, go listen to that, come back, and I'll tell you about Zeus's next love story. Okay, good. You're back. All right. <laughs> so, all right. So this next one is spelled I O. And I'm really like I'm really frustrated that almost none of these names were easy to pronounce. Input output I O. It's input. There's some input and there's some output. Okay, more input. Okay. I mean, he's definitely outputting once. <laughs> Zeus is the fucking man. All right. So this story goes as follows. What should I call her? I O E O Yo. Io, I'm gonna call her Io. I'm gonna call her Io. Okay, just so we can get through this. Um, Io was one of the mortal lovers. Oh, starting off, this is a good start. She was a priestess of the goddess Hera in Argos. Zeus noticed Io and, of course, began to desire her. She initially rejected Zeus's advances until her father threw her out of his house on the advice of oracles. Then Zeus enveloped himself in a dark cloud in order and seduced her. According to some stories, Zeus then turned Io into a heifer in order to hide her from his wife. But the deception failed, and Hera begged Zeus to give her the heifer as a present, which, having no reason to refuse, he did. Hera then sent Argus Panoptes, Panoptes, whatever, who had a hundred eyes, to watch Io and prevent Zeus from visiting her. And so Zeus sent Hermes to distract and eventually slay Argus. According to Ovid, he did so by first lulling him to sleep by playing the panpipes and telling stories. Zeus freed Io, still in the form of a heifer. 
In order a to exact... Heifer's a cow, guys. Heifer's a cow. <laughs> in order to exact her revenge, Hera sent a gadfly to sting Io continuously, driving her to wander the world without rest. Finally, she escaped to Egypt, where she was restored to human form by Zeus. There, she gave birth to Zeus's children. Wow. He flew her to Egypt? And then... The fucked her? Are you and looking then, at it? Huh? Are you looking at it? I'm not gonna lie to you, like... I may or may not be looking at other zoo stories, but also there there are plenty. There are plenty, and we're gonna we're gonna get to as many as we can. Um, also, I wish like if you guys can go and look at this. It's on like Daily Art magazine, and the pictures are just top tier. But imagine though, just like flying somebody out to Egypt, fucking them, I'm, and having I'm just, kids. <laughs> I just cannot break these stories down. Like there's so much mischief going on. Like, and it's just really funny. That hair was like, I want a heifer. Because, you know, she was calling him on his bluff. And he was like, fuck. I know I turned you into a heifer. For like, whatever the fucking reason. But now my wife kind of wants you as like a gift. So sorry. Because if I don't give you to her, she's going to know. Which, she got to know, right? <laughs> Hey, I mean, all I'm saying, though, like, somebody's fucking that cow. <laughs> also, it, it reminds me of, like, I heard this thing, and it was like, if there was a snail on Earth, mm-hmm. and it was constantly chasing you, but if it touches you, you die, where would you go and what would you do? And so that made me think of that, because it was like, she sent this, like, gadfly after the cow to constantly sting it. And so that she can never rest. Is it, it? Can it keep up with the cow, though? And it's, like, nonstop? It's a fly. Of or, course it can. But, like, cows can run, though. Well, the flies can... It can fly pretty fast, too, I guess. Cows can run upstairs, but not downstairs, right? Yes. I think that's right. Are the, are the cow- I've really seen some really cute cows, though. I have to say, it's a cute cow. You know what's scary, though? Hmm. Titanoboas. What? Titanoboas. Boas. was It was like a big ass snake back in the day. Dude, it was the biggest snake like. Well, I've heard like reticulated python and anacondas. They're huge. But Titanoboas were bigger, dude. They were like pre paleo, whatever that thing Paleolithic? is. Paleolithic? Is that the. No, paleo diet, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta eat your meats right. and potatoes. That's all you can have. Yep. Alright guys, that's it for this week. Um, we'll maybe come back next week with something a little bit lighter. Like, we'll find a conspiracy theory to talk about. Or, I just finished A Brief History of Time with Stephen Hawking. We can definitely, it's definitely not lighter, but it's fascinating to talk about. But A Wrinkle in Time, yeah, I'm a huge fan. Oh my god. <laughs> Mindy Kaling and Stephen Hawking? Not and, the same level. But Oprah though? We've been here once and we'll do it again. Any woman who can tell you to look under your seat. And there'll be something under the seat. I'm down. I'm down. I'm fucking down. down. Yeah. Alright guys, this has been There's Gotta Be a Line. Where we only endorse Oprah and fuck you, Stephen Hawking. Why, man? First of all, he's dead. So you're over here hating on dead dudes. Okay, so I hate on Hitler. He's dead. Okay, but that's deserved. Stephen Hawking did a lot of work for black holes. And how about white holes up? Huh? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh.
Uh, <laughs> All holes matter. <laughs> uh, that's it. <laughs> Have a good night. Have a beautiful time. Bye. That's it.